You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Bill Dawes. Welcome to the After Laugh. Um, there's been a, a break in LA because we had rain, which is so crazy. So uh, the yard is now almost dry. It is probably the coldest night I've ever done this podcast, but it's very fitting because I have summer from Finland here. I have my friend, fellow Laugh Factory comic, Ismo. Uh, hello. <laughs> I love that. Now let's get into the person that is Ismo. Now, I, let me just say, my, my introduction to Ismo was uh, the Laugh Factory was holding a contest that was an international contest. It was a search for the funniest, what's the title, Ismo? The funniest person in the world? The funniest comedian in the world? The, the person. The funniest, the funniest person in the world. Um, and I guess it went, I don't know how they distributed it, but um, Ismo was the first winner of that. So he came to L.A. shortly after that. We'll get to your story about this. And I think that my first thought and everyone's first thought was, who the fuck is this guy that's the funniest person in the world? Okay. So I imagine, I imagine showing up, um, maybe that <laughs> felt weird or that's a weird title to claim. But Isma won the f- competition, and I didn't know much about it, but it was a huge, huge international phenomenon. So I want to he- I want to hear about your experience. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, you you obviously grew up in Helsinki? Uh, well, I lived there for a while before moving here, but uh, I grew up in another city, Jyväskylä. Uh, uh, Jyväskylä. Yes, oh, that was perfect. my second guess. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, great. <laughs> and so you grew up there, and you, and were you, did you have... Er- I imagine in Finland you didn't have early aspirations to be a comic. Uh, well, I kind of... Well, when I was a kid, I definitely, I because I hmm, okay, so it's it's complicated. Let's hear your story, Ismo. Okay, it's complicated. Like I was really into jokes and humor and comedy in all forms, like like comic strips and yeah. and funny mag- like Mad Magazine. Mm-hmm. I had I read that and all the sketch shows, UK and Finnish sketch shows on TV, and like impersonators and funny songs and all that like I was really into that but there was no stand-up in Finland I I could I couldn't see that anywhere so I don't even really know about stand-up basically as a kid because it didn't really exist there and there was no YouTube or there's no that. live but did you yeah. did you see like old Eddie well, Murphy or Richard Pryor well, I, I I think the first things I saw was the, the end of Seinfeld episodes the half a minute oh yeah so that was like okay there's a brick wall and that's stand-up so mm-hmm. I, I I saw that I think that was the first thing I saw and I might have seen like something from Eddie Murphy like like the raw Eddie Murphy's sure. raw but like maybe that aired on Finnish TV or something even though it had like what 242 fucks <laughs> but uh um um but yeah that's uh that's so were you an only child did you did you were you no i have a baby brother you have a baby uh, brother okay yeah. it's, it's and um usually and the actually old i have another brother but he's like super older than me so, so you're, didn't really you're the, the neglected same. middle child well but basically the first in the in in the household because they got it the big brother never lived there yeah got it. and were your parents funny people were your parents just kind of I mean, I imagine they were just fishing. That's all I have. You're mm. in Finland. You're fishing. You have a boat. There, there's mm. ice fishing. I th- I, we, they had a ro- rowboat 
ones, but like they hated boats. <laughs> like they never went like fishing or boating. And they were definitely. just normal people. Yeah. Well, my dad is an eye doctor. An eye doctor. Now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, mine was mostly stay-at-home mom. Sure. Got and, it. And uh, but so yeah, they actually I think they were funny sometimes. Like they yeah. they they appreciate like people like in the dinner table like people like hey has anybody heard any good jokes lately or like so people told jokes and and they also took like funny comic strips if it's really funny like like a you know like a three picture comic strip is it yeah, that's yeah. a strip yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like a newspaper like they they know, they yeah. taped them to bathroom bathroom okay. door so when we, we were sitting there you could read those so, so as a kid you were getting this stuff was would, did you feel that uh your parents were encouraging along this path or when, when did it start seeming like it's something that you actually looked at into your future or was that way down the line yeah way way later like so you I, went to college i imagine right yeah university for what physics yeah, I was about to say, Isbo, one of the things that sort of I love about you and also surprised me about you is sometimes you go on stage and you talk about trying to struggle with the English language. And then I watch, I go, you speak better than any of the other comics on the show. You know better English than me. You speak better English. You use big words. You're super articulate. I'm like, wait, are you conning me, motherfucker? So physics is obviously like that's not for dum-dums. Well, I guess, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was really into science, like physics and astronomy and chemistry. And, like, I, I was really good at that in high school, and then I went to study it. But I wasn't really that into it in the university anymore. So you uh, got to so – I was an aerospace engineer in college, by the way. Oh, really? Um, but I was probably worse student than you. So you, you, got, you got to physics, and when you got to university, you were just – you lost your interest in it. Well, I, well, I kind of – not completely, but it was so different, like – I remember, like in high school, I always was in the front row, and I was just asking questions. Oh, Raise your hand, like, teacher. Yeah, and I was like, I'm really interested. <laughs> but then, university is like 400 people in a lecture hall. You couldn't ask anything, and it then yeah. and it was just huge calculations. Like the calculations were, and you never talked about the actual like how big is Jupiter, like planets, and yeah. like kind of the fun the thing stuff. that interests you about physics was yeah. gone once you got yeah, to university. Yeah, then it was just like super complicated calculations. Theoretical, mathematical, yeah. Yeah, so all like integrals that like huge. So uh, I wasn't really into that anymore. And then I, I, I studied some like philosophy and other, like, I just studied lots of different subjects. Yeah. Uh, in the university, yes, kind of passing the time. And I yeah. was kind of thinking I'm going to be a student forever. Sure. You can do that. You like, could, yeah, you can do that in America too. Yeah. So it's, uh, but in Finland it's free. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The university oh, that's free. right. So, so, and so. you did, you did uh, military service after high school before university? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now you're in university, you're going along, doing your stuff, you're not that interested, and you're always a funny guy, you're probably making your friends laugh, you're the... Uh, yeah, and I was I was doing funny songs, actually. Actually, in the army... Funny songs? Like, in the, yeah, in the army, I did f the first funny songs I did, like, I just put new lyrics. I was just singing about the army, like, how, how much the, being in the army sucks, kind of like funny songs for people in the army so you actually play them your, with the guitar in your barracks and the guitar with yeah. your little white t-shirt and everyone's like hey isma's got the song yeah 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 that's I did amazing that in the army and um and then after the army then i i still sometimes sang those songs i wrote a few army yeah. songs at, at like parties and stuff to people and but then like six months after the army i was like nobody cares about the army anymore. <laughs> like, and like like it's i don't want it so i i tried to what other songs could i do and then i then i did uh Porn, like sex, like dirty songs, basically. Dirty songs. So, and, and where uh, did you perform these songs? Just at parties. At parties. Like, you were the guitar guy at the parties. Yeah. Oh, Ismo. Yeah. I just lost some respect for you. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, there's. And at the rock festival, like I, I, I loved 
going to like rock festivals uh-huh. in Finland. The summer is crazy. Like everybody, every weekend there's big, huge rock festivals. Yeah, it's warm and people go go yeah, nuts when it's warm crazy. and the sun doesn't go down at all. And it's really, it's nice in the summer. So I, I just love being like at the where the tents are and just you go play, play guitar, guitar and you yeah. get you get a um, and people loved it. People were responding to it. Yeah, I, I, I really I really enjoyed it and like so. But that was the yeah that was the only comedy I've done th- at that point. Like yeah. I, w- I was lots I was writing sketch ideas like even way younger like ideas for like TV sketches because sure. that's the only thing I thought if you want to do something funny you have to do sketches you have to get a sketch show on TV basically. yeah of course well that makes okay. sense there's a lot but of variety yeah, shows yeah because okay, there was no stand up like that so but then then well then stand up kind of came to my hometown it came to Finland in the 90s I think a little bit but I didn't see it anywhere yeah so uh, but then in my hometown 2001 they started like a monthly like a, at the student at the university like the at student, the university like student bar like kind of just next and to the university and at this point you're out of university yeah okay so yeah i went study university started for me 1999 okay and then 2001 i saw stand up live for the first time and i just loved it i was like this was it american away. comics or the no, no, finnish comics local finnish guys local finnish guys and then like they're always like the guy who started the club uh he always brought like one guy from like Helsinki or somewhere yeah. who was like the headliner but yeah. the the local guys were actually sometimes way funnier than the oh for sure so it was uh, i really admired them and i i went to i think like four times like four months i think i went to see it every time yeah. and they always had like an open mic spot like if if somebody wants to do five minutes or something they actually didn't even have a time limit at first because they didn't realize <laughs> you need a time limit so one guy did like half an hour open mic that was sort of <laughs> so that that happened i think so uh, then they put a time limit at some point but um but so yeah, you, then hopped, I, you hopped on that show you got on one of those shows yeah or? yeah and it was like it's it's a great venue i still they still do the, yeah. that monthly night is still going on there it's like 300 oh, wow. people in the audience great amazing really and how did you first get on was it something did you have friends sort of coaxing you was it one night you got drunk because i a lot of people i i think there's so many people in the world that want to do stand-up or like i've always wanted to try it yeah and then there are lots of people like i've written a whole set down for the past two years, but never got on stage. So getting on stage for the first time is a yeah. real barrier for a lot of people. Well, that's I rarely run into people who say that I have a whole set written down. That's that's that's. There's normally people I should try uh, it, but they uh, never write well, anything welcome down. Welcome to Los Angeles. I okay. mean, everyone's like you know not doing but writing. So um, yeah, I am. so to get that first spot, what do you do? You 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 put your name in a hat. You put money. How no, did I you? Just I just called the guy. Actually, it was the guy's hey. phone number yeah. for the tickets. Like he was like <laughs> just he gave his phone number in the ad or whatever yeah. email they were he was sending to market it so i just called him that like i i, I think i'd like to try it. so i first i i i came up with some jokes so i i came up with a so you committed to it and then you wrote the jokes because you're like okay now i'm gonna go yeah on. Okay. i think i i spent like after the first time i saw it live i spent the whole four months thinking what can i Calculate, say what, what's Calculate, my yeah. joke and then i kind of got it at some point i had a few ideas and I, I i collected a few friends in living room and just do it for them yeah, yeah, yeah a couple of times kind of tried do you remember your out. first jokes yeah yeah uh just one just one i always like the beginning jokes well actually well that's the thing like the whole style i had then and kind of still do is uh i took a premise and then i just stretched it stretched it that's so the best. yeah it was uh my first premise i think was that i i saw uh it's kind of a finished thing but it's like it's just, I, I even brought it on the stage like a ad 
for like window washer, like two bottles of window washer for the price of one. Yeah. And then I was like, this is really gonna tempt people to to party because like that's the known thing there that the like the really bad alcoholics, homeless people, they drink window washer. <laughs> really? But, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's just stop for a second. <laughs> window washer. Now, is that Windex? Is that the, something sh- the like, blue I don't, shit that you... Yeah, s- like something you use for... Like you wash... Like you put in the car's window. The, the thing. The, in the, the car? The peeing boy. What, what's the thing? Like <laughs> <laughs> The peeing boy? The thing you you put this and it sprays the window. That's liquid. Window washer liquid. Window washer liquid. Uh, for cars? Yeah, for cars. Okay, so I don't know what that liquid is. But um, but that's the thing you pour in the car. You open the thing in oh. the car and you pour it in. Okay. That thing. I wish I wasn't so stupid because I'm sure there's a very easy answer. But it sounds like some sort of uh, coolant, maybe. We, no, no, it's Windex. Maybe it's Windex. I don't know. Some, some. I just got one. Will you turn in your wipers and go? The yeah, wiper fluid. When you think, push the thing in the car, it sprays water. <laughs> it sprays something on your windshield. Yes, whatever it is, it's not good. Yeah, it's not healthy. It's not for drinking. It's, it's and in Finland, there's a problem with alcoholics drinking this. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's a known thing there because like alcohol is kind of expensive in Finland. It's taxed heavily, and also it's you can't like on Sundays you can't buy it, and yeah. it's like you you have the, you only can get it from like the strong stuff. You can get it from government-run stores. Yeah, at certain hours. So. I I don't know what's the reason. It's not that expensive, but it's it's still way cheaper to drink window washer. I think if you really have oh, problems. Oh wow! And it's it's it has ethanol, so it's alcohol. But of it, course, it's of course. Good, like po- that's just poison. It so people wouldn't drink it. Yeah. So, but some people really manage to conquer the poison. <laughs> poisoning, and, and uh, so yeah. So that was just the thing. Like and two then, for one. This is for alcoholics. Yeah. yeah. And then okay. I just I did like I think I did almost ten minutes on that subject. Just all the wow. commercials that was on TV. I put them. Like changed the slogans for the window washer for for alcoholics and it was and it was funny and yeah. I had all the different types, like I, it was just along and I think I did almost like 15 minutes on my first. Oh game. wow! And you and you laughs the whole way. You killed. Yeah, yeah it was. Wow. Good. Yeah, and it was, and I regret that I never recorded the first first three. I didn't record. I think. Yeah. But then on from the fourth gig ever, I have until now I have recorded everything. Oh really? Yeah. You recorded on your uh, but like phone. Phone, but yeah, I used to have a C cassette tape, like you press record and play. You had the huge, <laughs> huge <laughs> thing on the on stage, and then I had mini disc. Uh huh. And then I had uh, like the Olympus, the recorder, and then now it's just a phone. Obviously. Now it's just your phone. And do you listen to everything that you record? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wow, you're so diligent. Oh, but yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm just a hoarder of stuff, <laughs> like in that way. But, uh, um, but yes, of course, if I do like a new material night, I li- and some of the old gigs I definitely did many times because I did just one gig a month and yeah. it was like a huge event. But yeah, yeah. So yesterday you, I did five, so it's now it's You did five right. shows yesterday. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And Friday uh, also. So do you uh, do you ever get in weeks. situations? Because I do this when I have two shows a night, where I do a joke. I'm like, did I just say that joke? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, when you do five shows, you must be like, what the fuck have I talked about at this point? Yeah, it doesn't really happen that much because normally I have like a kind of a logical, what, yeah. which comes first. And like, even though I change it around, I I try lots of new stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's still yeah. That doesn't really. I, I don't know. Thanks I for making me feel stupid, Isma. I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, I do it all the time. So, um, all right. So let's let's go back to the so the five minutes going on. You, you did it then. You went oh, fifty minutes. You did really well. And at that point, you're like, this is this is it. This is what I want to do. Well, did you know that you wanted to do it as a career at that point? Yeah. Like, 
but I, even then i had no idea that that's something you can it? do as a job yeah it was just some students fooling around basically it was just like i never thought you can make money doing that that yes. never occurred to me but then mon- months later i did the second gig at there, the same place at the same place yeah they had me back they were like yeah you can come back and now you can come back as like uh they invited so it wasn't an open mic anymore i didn't even realize that did they pay you for the this well time? that's the thing after the show backstage they just handed me like a hundred euros and i was Whoa. like that was like that was the biggest <laughs> like yeah like i i never thought you could like get and a like, hundred euros for like 50 minutes yeah is still, like it's still good yeah because like the student allowance like that's like a thing you get from the government if you're studying yeah you get 260 euros a month at least at back then and yeah. that kind of was enough like you get something for the rents like uh, on top of that but like i lived on that basically <laughs> so wow. 100 euros that was a lot yeah so that was uh that was really uh it was crazy and uh, i uh yeah that uh, that i still didn't think that you could do that as a job because like i didn't know anybody whose job was coming yeah. and you couldn't see that anywhere so it wasn't like on the table but then then i did like i did that club like every month after that well, summer i think there was a break or something and then i remember the first year from the first gig uh a year later i did my maybe 13th gig so i did like 12 gigs once, yeah once <laughs> like a month, a month yeah. once a month basically so it was definitely not a lot but then after that it just took off and then i like 2002 in the spring i did my first gig and 2003 spring i did my 10th or 11th gig or something and yeah. then by the end of that year i was on finnish tv oh so wow it happened really so fast, how did so. the finnish tv job happen? they had a uh, talk show uh like a weekly talk show it was like every thursday and and they they had this one stand-up comic who was doing some rip, rip like interviewing people and stuff and and she she was getting she was quitting that and they were looking for somebody to replace and then they saw my gig and they oh they were uh, there in the audience like scouting yeah basically or actually uh, the the comic who was quitting the show she had seen me and she recommended me oh, and then right. they came to see my and then then we did a couple of uh, like just practice things and it went really well and then suddenly i was basically every thursday on tv for like two years oh wow okay so so and i imagine in finland to have a local show a local comedy show was it, was it kind of like daily show john stewart were you talking about politics and Oh, it was like events? a it was like a general just they interviewed people from the news like just like a yeah talk show into like a not super funny show but like kind of more like current events but also some good morning things. america type of thing i guess you were like, kind of like the f- but like but you were the funny the guy but like evening so it was like yeah thursday evenings like 10 o'clock and how many people were on the show was it you and a it co-host was or? like to, uh, so okay i lived in my town yuvaskula yeah. that's like three hours from helsinki and uh and uh the show was filmed in Helsinki obviously and there was two hosts they took turns interviewing and then they had like a beginning monologue or something so and then i was on my couch at home with a internet connection that was like isd and like like it was <laughs> yeah it was like really weird noises when they made the connection and yeah. sometimes it failed and stuff but uh that yeah 2003 four yeah. or something like that so uh Then I did it I did it live through the internet so I could oh, hear wow. the studio audience laughing and I just I always wrote like something topical or something weird. I I never used my stand up bits in that because yeah. I figured I'm doing it every week so I'm going to run out of stuff if of I course. just so I just wrote like the whole Thursday I spent always trying to write something current and uh 
Oh, then I great. just did it on the, like three minutes, basically. It's just like a weird monologue. Yeah. And uh, and that really helped. And they were recording you from your town that I'm not going to pronounce yeah. from the from the studio, and you just do your little yeah. Rant. They always like, hey, let's continue. Let's contact our Uvascula uh, uh, correspondent. And oh, like, that's great. And every so, week. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So you did this for two years, and uh, even maybe even longer. And then at at some point we changed it, so we did like. I was walking around and they cut it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I moved to Helsinki. No, I didn't move. No, I didn't move then. I just, but I was gigging. So I was in the train all the time because I was just back gigging. and forth, back yeah. and forth. At this point, is there is there a comedy club in Helsinki that uh, you can work at? Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah there was a few, like, well, still, I wouldn't say that there is in Finland, in general, there's like a comedy club that club. Uh, like a club like like the laugh factory that's only do like yeah. that's comedy every day it's we say they are clubs but they are like regular nights in theaters or bars that have been running for years but it's still they have other stuff too got it so. got it. that makes a lot of sense okay so uh so this is great so you're doing this everything's everything's going along well you do this show um now at this point i imagine you're not doing any other jobs this is your only job right yeah, well i i was still studying for like a year after the TV show started, I was okay. still studying. But then the second year, then I I, did, I think I did one cl- class, and then I just dropped out. Are you getting recognized at this point? Like when you walk around the streets, people are like, it's Ismo. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's so long ago. But yeah, I think yeah, the, definitely the TV show did. And but at that point, I didn't understand that I could like start touring or anything. But yeah, there was like reg- like there was like. People were arranging gigs in different countries, so I did like 20 minutes set somewhere. What was like your first three. country that you went to? No, 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 I- different cities in different Finland. Different cities, okay. So it's all in Finland because like the language, yeah. nobody else speaks that language. Yeah, and you're doing all your your comedy in, in, in Finland. Yeah, part. okay. And uh, but yeah, so yeah, I was just doing like clubs, but then at only at like maybe 2009 and eight, I realized that hey, I I can I could actually like do a solo show. I could do an hour. Yeah, like. I had lots of stuff, and then I started to at some point, like 2009 and 10, and then I started to like tour properly. And but uh, but it was actually 2005 when I did my first English English gig. So not that long after starting, like a few years. Yeah, and that was in Finland. You did 2005 English gig. Yeah, at an English club, I guess, or a club. Uh, well, actually, I I I think I tried a little bit on some Finnish like a new material night. We yeah, had, yeah, yeah put on somewhere uh, in English and I didn't I think it was kind of weird but then I I went to London because this one Finnish guy was actually living in London this comic he moved back to Finland after a couple of years but he was there at that time so he helped me to get a few spots oh okay uh, in London and just like tiny open mics kind of like tiny clubs yeah yeah, but it's still like okay and then I did a few gigs and at least half of the jokes went okay in English yeah like and I had no idea if people like I was really into wordplay. I and I didn't even translate any of my Finnish jokes. I just wrote new English puns, basically, like <laughs> wordplay stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And how did so 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 things are kind of moving along? And uh, the funniest person in the world. How did that come about? How did you hear about that? And what was that process that like? That was 2014, so that was yeah. So we have five years to cover. So five years. Th- at this point, yeah. now you're now you're touring. Are you doing a lot of different countries other than England? Well, I, I not really, because I was I was just doing lots of Finland, of course, and then I I went to London and Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. Oh, so you did a times. show there. I did that a few times, 2007 and eight, and and 
things in London and then I did like Sweden and Norway a few gigs here and yeah. there but not much. So people who don't know about the Edinburgh uh, Festival, it's probably one of the most uh, most famous live theater festivals in the world probably, right? Yeah, it's and uh, yeah, and stand up is like it's like m- most of the stuff is stand up but there's theater and music and film and and it's like the biggest festival I think in the world because it's an open festival so anybody basically can bring a show there if anyone can, can bring a show yeah if they can just find a venue that books them and like and then you have to get audience members to come so how do you get audience members to come see yeah you, you have to fly your which is uh it's just have to stand and fly your <laughs> or hire somebody to do it for you and yeah but so you just go around like staple flyers to trees and tape them everywhere and like I think you can't staple them like it, 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 there's rules like it's, it's like you have to do the posters in certain places and I don't even know. I always hired a guy to do it. I oh, first good. year I did flyering myself a little bit and it's terrible like I couldn't do it. But um but people would uh, show up to the shows, right? Yeah. And then by like the end of the festival, how many weeks would that be? That's almost 4 weeks. So by the end of it there's a word of mouth and people are showing up. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So it's and it's 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 kind of a fun thing at least back then. Now I I did it, did it last year. I haven't done it like I sometimes. I did it like four times or something together or five. But uh now when I'm older, it's like it's just too long, and it's like I don't want to party that much. Because <laughs> uh, everyone's drinking like a yeah, madman. Yeah, and it's kind right? of and it, it's 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 great for like it's I think there's like two thousand and five hundred comics. Wow, it's great. It's all so doing one-hour shows. Well, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like some of are just doing a part uh. of a compilation show, but mo- mostly most people bring their own show, and the venues can be super small. It can be just like. Ten people. Yeah, sometimes, but like also and all all the way from big hall. So there's like 450 venues, I think. Then some have sub rooms, and they all have a show from noon to midnight every day for a for a month. Wow. So it's and I imagine the crowds must be pretty fucking rowdy. You have a bunch of people traveling from all over, mm. getting drunk. Yeah, it's de- like if your show is at 11 p.m. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 Depending, and like actually, when I I do second language, it's People try. People tend to heckle less, I guess, because like, because well, they feel that well, they're being dicks. Well, it's kind of like they really like. Okay, uh, it's it's kind of, it maybe puts them off, like kind of like puts them like, ah, I yeah. can't heckle this guy because can he even speak English? <laughs> 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 it's it's uh, so yeah, but yeah, sometimes it was really routed there, and some London clubs. Yeah. And, uh, and now, some, do you do you yeah. find that when you speak, um, because uh, now now you're. Your English is great, obviously, and you've been here for a while. Um, do you feel that you um, it's become a character, the kind of like, I don't know what, I'm not good at English thing? I know it's authentic to who you are, but do you feel it's something, because it's also something that you could probably use forever. Well, you know what I, I mean? I, maybe I noticed when I moved here that some jokes I accidentally kind of spoke even worse English than I could <laughs> for a few jokes <laughs> for the punchlines or something. But I think I stopped that like a while ago and now I, I just hope my English would get better because like I feel I don't really, for the jokes, I don't really need to speak like super broken English. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just like obviously I have an accent. I don't, I don't think I ever can lose the accent, but I don't think I really need it for like for the jokes because it's still like, okay, I like I'm figuring out the language but yeah. I did that in Finland also like I I found lots of weird and funny things in Finnish language yes, even exactly. though I was from there so that's, and just, I that's part of the, that's part of the fabric of your humor and who yeah. you are just 
breaking down language yeah. and figuring and out. And it's like, I, of course, the jokes I do here, I do from a foreign perspective because that's yes. that's true here. But if I was born here, I could do. I think I could do the same jokes. But you then could then do the, the same my jokes. My pers- perspective was just be like, I'm trying to teach them to somebody foreign yes. or something. Yes. So. I think it's yeah. Now you you might know I- I- Ismo from you, you had two bits that went viral. I would say. I mean, a lot of your bits got a lot of views. That, but two of them and they, they have sort of similar premises and they're and they're sort of they're kind of the definitive take on 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 the subject. I think you say how people use the word shit in English. Yeah. And how people use the word ass in English. Yeah. And um, once you hear it, it's great and then you kind of go fuck i guess i can't do a joke about that anymore you know because it's sort of like you break you take that premise you go all the way to the end with it about how people yeah. use the word shit and how the people work rest and um i almost feel it's like you could have a whole special or series where you just take a like have you done it with fuck yet um, I kind of tried it a couple of times but it's it's way it's it's not it's, it's a it tougher ha- word really, it's, it's harder because it's It's not as funny for some reason, and it's, yeah. it's hard. Like the ass and the shit thing, they I really found the angle for those, and they are kind of. It's basically similar. You do a dictionary about one word, yeah. But, but the the actual jokes are kind of different in shit and ass. Yeah. And if I do fuck, they would be definitely. It, but it's and it's kind of more obvious. I think the fuck thing. I think. Yeah. Shit and ass people are really like. They come to the after the after the show and they say they're really blown away. They never thought about, but everybody thinks of fuck. I think it's more obvious, so it's harder. I oh, think. interesting. So are there other words that you feel like you want to, um, or that you're working on? You're like, here's here's another word that confuses me in English that has so many weird meanings. Yeah, that I want to. Well, there's definitely uh, yeah, but th- those definitely have been the most fruitful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like. And the, the ass bit is like four minutes, but the shit is now like more than ten minutes. But I put the shit online like four minutes of it. like it's like less than a half. Yeah. So when when I do it live, it's more. And I no, normally I don't do ass and shit in the same gig. As I, I say, it's kind of like because they are connected. Because yeah, I, I guess I could, but I don't want to do like fifteen minutes. Like that's like quarter of the. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, so I now I've been doing the shit show, joke when I'm when I'm doing it live. Not I haven't done the ass joke in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that—that's the one that really went super viral on on Facebook. Yeah, I know. I remember that. So it's it's crazy, but uh, but yeah, there's like there's some words that are not that funny. But like I was just writing down some ideas about like hot. It's so weird that hot. Yeah. It means like we have a fire here. Like it's okay, temperature, or popularity, or sexiness. Yeah. Or uh, spicy food. Yeah. So I think there have a few more. Like it 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 means like those things are not related. Like being being uh, sexually desirable and being like spicy <laughs> with yeah. chili it has no connection yeah but it's sure. still both is hot so there's lots of those words that you can but that's i guess it's hard to find words that have more meanings than shit and if anyone yeah, listening and knows and words that have more meanings than shit and the words around shit like taking a shit and you are the shit i mean i think that's i think i think that's Such a brilliant bit. I kind of wish I could like murder you and bury you, and then take the bit and, and delete all your YouTubes. <laughs> um, no, it's a really brilliant bit. So, um, thanks, thanks a lot. Let's uh, let's go back to uh, so 2005, 2010. Now you're up to 2014, um, and you're just still going around. Are you doing more TV? Has have other things opened up for you? Yeah, and I've been, you know, I've done tons of different TV shows, like just a lot. As an actor as well. Uh, well, I did. 
I did um, I did like a sitcom for two seasons like a uh, that was just called Ismo, and I played myself. So that was basically. Oh, basically so acting. you were like the Seinfeld of Finland. Well, kind of, yeah. Like we had eight episodes per season, so uh, it's not like Seinfeld. Has but sure, that's that's legit. So how many seasons did you do of that? Two. Two. Then I moved here, and then actually, moved I here. moved here and in middle, of, <laughs> like basically after the first season, and then we did half of the second season. We filmed something here, and we filmed something in Finland. Oh, okay. And but then I just said, I I don't want I want to concentrate here. Yeah. Starting stuff here, so. So I just stopped it. Yeah. Uh, and did you write the sitcom yourself? Uh, or so you I didn't like you? write the scripts, but I I definitely wrote most of this like the stories, like the ideas, like how yeah. the, like. But we had writers who actually wrote the lines, but and then I was like change that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then we had the director, and everybody had into input to it. But but it was so much work, like so much work for yeah. like an episode, and and still, it's and I I didn't just have the energy because uh, yeah because. Yeah, because I wanted to start, like, I, I wanted to concentrate here. So now I go to Finland to do tours. Like, w- I've been going twice a year, but this year I might only go once. Yeah. For, like, a three weeks or something to do tour. But that's the only thing I've been doing, basically. Okay. And I might actually, I might do a TV. We, we had this idea for, sort of, like, be fun TV thing to do. Like, we could do it here. But let's, I don't know. I don't want to say anything about it yet. But it, it, my, I might do something, like, from here. But I don't want to go there to. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah spend too much energy because I want to just really concentrate on America now. Yeah. So the uh, so obviously things are and this is all new to me. So things were really kind of picking up for you and you were you had a lot of acclaim in Finland and maybe uh, I don't know around Europe and Scandinavia. So when the funniest man in the world uh, came about or funniest person in the world came about um, how did that occur to you and how how that fall in your lap and what did you do to, well, to the, win that? Well Laugh Factory Jamie obviously had the idea to do like a competition like that for international comics and uh, yeah. 2014 and I think they just like started to Google and try to find like ask people around oh, so the they, world. They invited you to like submit they, for they it. They found like tried to find comics who could represent their country who did who were not like from here but they were doing stuff in English. Yeah. So uh, and they found I think they were like 32 or something countries at least uh, and then. Do you know how they found you? I think they Googled comedy in Finland and they <laughs> f- found a company called Comedy Finland who did some shows there. And then the guys said that, well, Ismo probably... And I think he recommended at least a couple of go- comics yeah. from Finland. And I think there were actually even like two comics from each country on the first round or something. So, and like... It was like Noah's Ark. Mid- yeah. videos. And th- the first rounds were just like online. So... And I kind of somebody called me about that. Hey, do you want to do this competition for America? You just have to put a video online. And I was like, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. and I forgot about it. And then, then like a few months later, I kind of oh yeah, that competition. I think I should go check it. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, I'm I'm in like top twenty now. So if I can get on top ten, I have to fly to Hollywood, which yeah. I've never been. Of course. And uh, never been to America, I imagine. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've been to America many times, like a few times. I was actually when I was a kid, like 14 or something, we went to like Disney World in Florida okay. and yeah, yeah, yeah. like New York and stuff. But uh, and then I I think I was in Florida before and New York. I, I've been like a few times, but not much. Yeah. Uh, but never did gigs here. But I did, did gigs in like London and stuff, but not here. Uh, but yeah, so then uh, then suddenly I was like, hey, I have to start promoting this and kind of yeah, of figuring course. out because like, it was online voting and stuff. And then then I got top ten, and then I said, okay, I, I guess I'm going to America now. And it was like just like a month. So when you're in the top ten, that means you're going to America. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I didn't realize like that. Like, ten finalists came here. So they flew you over. Well, like, I had to, like, like it was because it was like a really short notice, basically. Yeah. And I had to cancel, like, or move gigs in Finland and yeah. get flights and stuff and and figure out hotels. Like, okay, I guess this. So they didn't do that for you. They just said, hey, if you uh, want, well, come they here. gave some money for it, but they like yeah, they it. didn't like book the flights. Yeah, yeah. So I had to figure it out and and uh, but uh, so yeah, and and then figure out like accommodation and yeah. So it was like, and I've never been here. Like, it was like I. It was really. Are you, are you married at this point? Yeah. My wife came with me. Actually. Your wife came with you, so that probably yeah. helps l- yeah, make yeah, it yeah. less scary. Yeah, yeah. So you f- you fly over to Hollywood. Yeah. You find Airbnb. You find a hotel. You yeah. Yeah. Some actually, it was some. I think it was like a. Mo- I I always drive by. It's on sunset. The first <laughs> first nights I spent here was like some in and so some blue sign with incense suits. Like next test, like uh, it was kind of dodgy. I think it was. I think there was a guy guy. One of the first nights, there was a guy with like the whole face was bleeding, who was just oh knocking on doors. So it was, yeah, it was not like a super, like it was not a hotel. It was like a yes. everybody's door was just to the parking. Well, hotel. one of the things that people don't realize about people who aren't from here or don't come here is when they think about Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, we're in West Hollywood right now. Um, yeah. Hollywood is just a mile to our east, and and. Um, y- you rarely want to go to Hollywood for anything, yeah. uh, because it's people get shot there all the time. Um, I mean, they're like on the weekend, people are getting shot and killed in Hollywood constantly. There's robberies, there's all sorts of awful stuff, and so um, I think a lot of people come to Hollywood for the first time. <laughs> and yeah, they're like, "This is Hollywood." Yeah. And well, I remember when I first stepped out of the taxi or something. Like, I didn't even have <laughs> Uber. Uh, uh, it was uh, like. It was really like kind of really have to say like kind of disappointed. Like, do you remember the hotel you stayed at? Well, I don't want to talk shit up. I don't remember the name, but it was on Sunset. It was like a, yeah. I don't remember. The I mean, name. it's like the Norman Bates Motel. Yeah, motel. It definitely like a motel that like, kind of people have been murdered there by probably, the dozens yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yes. people can anybody can knock on the door from the parking lot. But so that's where you go if you don't know and you're from another yeah, country. Yeah, like, I'm going to Hollywood. Yeah, you don't know that like Hollywood's the place where like dreams go to die and people. Yeah. And like it, it was. It's kind of it. It was. I don't know what I was expecting. Like the sign. I have like I saw Santa Monica Beach. I guess in some picture. Yeah. But that was just like kind of homeless people shouting. And it is. It is. It really, really is. Strange. It's, it's sort of like if you think about Manhattan as Times Square, but I feel like Times Square at least has some vibrancy. And there's the theater district is there. So you go to Times Square. There at least is a feeling like oh, I'm part of humanity. But when you go to Hollywood Boulevard, it's sort of the dregs of humanity and nobody who actually is from LA or lives in LA goes there. And when friends show up from out of town, like, Hey, let's go to Hollywood and let's go to the, the, the Boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard, the Ma- Chinese man's theater. Like we don't really, you don't want to do that. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. The Chinese theater, that, 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 that there's all the, all the impersonator costume guys <laughs> yeah, taking pictures and that's full of tourists. So you should, so you yeah. should appear and then you, then you, the 10 of you had a live showcase at the laugh factory. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They, they, they streamed it online and the, the show was And then people voted. So at that yeah. point, it wasn't Jamie making decisions about who's the funniest. It was still an online vote. Uh, yeah, but there were also judges. Maz Jabrani was one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, do, yeah. Who, do you remember who else? Because uh, so I imagine you got to do the three judges. That's like protocol Yeah, there now. were like four judges. Uh, yeah. I, so all ten of you want – how much yeah, time did I you do? I don't remember. Like, yeah. 
Because Mads I see all the time there, of course. I remember him from like yeah. some of the others. I don't remember anymore. Sorry. So how much time <laughs> do you do? Do you remember? I think we did like 10 minutes or 8 or 10 minutes. 10 or minutes. And it, is it a packed room full of, you know... Pretty much. Were, ner- yeah. were you nervous? Well, really. Because like the also it was a competition that was streamed live. It's so a competition. People are watching it also. And, and like everybody here, of course, or whoever is watching here and the live. And it's my first ever gig in America. Like and you're in Hollywood, which yeah. is the pinnacle of, of yeah. entertainment. So I, I had never, like, I had no idea if Americans are gonna like. I know that these jokes work in the UK. Sure. But I had no idea about America. What was your perception of, of Americans and American humor before you got here? Because everyone has some sort of idea or stereotype. But whenever I go to a foreign country, I always try to think about, like, I'm gonna be in France in a couple weeks, and someone said, "Oh, by the way, French people love corny puns." And they love wordplay, and they love like silly, funny. And I was like, really? That's what they like? They don't want like derrata and like philosophy. You know, they love like really goofy uh, wordplay. Yeah. So when you were coming to America, did you have an idea about what American comedy was like, and then how you m- might want to well, approach it? Not like I kind of, I still, ha- I have watched lots of American comedy by sure. then. Of course, like all the big stars on like YouTube and everything. So I, I had watched a lot of comedy. Yeah. So I knew that there's so many different styles and types, and and so. I I didn't really I I didn't have like okay all American comedies like this yeah, or something. so yeah I, I've seen a lot but I still didn't have any idea like how like the premise of me like if I come I can say hello and I'm like is it gonna be like oh go back to Finland <laughs> or is it gonna be like hey it's interesting like I I don't know yeah like I had no idea like how. People but did you think Americans live. were dicks? Basically, is what I'm getting at. Did you think no, oh, Americans no, I, are just assholes? I had no assholes. idea. Like I had no idea how. Like because I've only seen specials from great comics. I had yes. never seen like you know like a regular club night with unknown comics. Yeah. Like I don't know how the audience treat unknown comics. I know how they treat yeah, got Bill it. Burr or somebody. So, so, uh, so that's like I had no idea how how, and uh, yeah, I hadn't didn't know anything. <laughs> then I just figured that I'll just do the jokes. And so I want to acknowledge something right here. Like, I, so I've been an actor and a comic for I don't know whatever long, um, and I've had like I've had a showcase at like Montreal Comedy Festival, and it's kind of like whatever. I've had a showcase originally. I showcased the Laugh Factory, but there's never been a showcase where I felt like my life and career will hinge upon this set, yeah. and I I feel like that's almost almost an antiquated concept like this is the set that will make you so this is crazy because this is kind of that showcase was kind of that you're in america funniest person in the world one of the best comedy clubs in the world and then you go up there and i would have been shitting my pants i wouldn't have felt like this shit i would have been taking a shit yeah i was of course super nervous and and actually, when I saw the video afterwards, I was my hand was shaking. Like, I oh, was, of course. Yeah. So I, I, I noticed that. I don't know if people saw it on my face, but I see it when I watch it. And I, yeah, I yeah, really, yeah. I was, yeah, definitely. But you nervous. got through all. You, you, you had everything down. You went through it, and it went was received well, obviously. Yeah, it went, but really well, actually. It was like it, it, it surprised really, you. Yeah, it was like like applause breaks and yeah, like it was just it went like it couldn't have gone better. Basically, it was yeah. really, really good. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I was just really happy about it. Did you uh, know after that you're like, I think I'm gonna win this, or you had a suspicion that you might win this? 
well yeah definitely I, I, objectively i was thinking that i think my set was the strongest but like I, of course it's vote people voting of online course. so of course people like finish people finish. spend money and yeah knows, and like yeah. people what where, where are they from and of course finland is a tiny country compared to some other yes, countries there was somebody course. from france and like some bigger countries so uh so yeah and uh but yeah it's uh it so you won that competition great. and then what what what's the process after that they give you a little sash that you wear around like Miss Universe and then yeah. the crown. And <laughs> is, is there something I, after that where that it actually, what did that mean to you? Like, what was that the, the thing that made you move here? Well, basically, yeah, because like, well, that's the thing. I never thought about like coming to America before that. Like, it seems yeah. kind of not possible. Like, I didn't know anybody from here. I didn't just, I had no, like, I thought maybe if I like make it in the UK, first then maybe some days i can get some gigs in america but i i had i had no idea but then this was kind of a shortcut that okay you, you're right into hollywood and yeah and from the forests of finland it was just kind of suddenly and and then then it went so well that that uh, well jamie from the laugh factor of course he he loved it and 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 then he he was like and and actually some of the judges also say that well on the actually when they were giving giving the points or they were saying like well i hope you leave Finland and move here uh, and yeah and I had never like I had basically realized like a month before that that I'm even coming here so <laughs> I had no plans so I had I had just built a house with my wife in Finland we had built a huge house in the middle of the forest and we thought we we're gonna be there forever in the middle of the forest and you go like, well, like near Helsinki but still like super yeah. peaceful like countryside yeah. like, like so what you're so so you did the set you get off stage uh you're with your wife I mean I don't know what the process is afterwards but is is, is this conversation now in the air, like, are we gonna fucking move? Yeah, but like, then we then we figured out that okay, uh, so I think my I could do stand up here. What like did you find out that you won after the set, like right away or like a week later? No, I I was actually I I had a layover on Frankfurt Airport. I, like there was no direct flight even, and there sure. still is. But actually, they're starting it next month. So That's ooh. right, you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, so I was at Frankfurt Airport waiting for the plane to Finland. For like six hours or something, it was a crazy flight because I had booked them so last minute. Like and then your Nokia phone rang. Well, then I was just uh, yeah, I was going online and okay, now the voting is closed or something. So then when I and then I started to get lots of like texts from from people and stuff. So wow. But yeah, that was so. On then the way what's back. the next step there? Then you're like at a layover, you're with your wife, you're like, hey. Well, yeah. Then 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 uh, then we figured out that okay, it's like I think yeah, let's 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 go back and do some scouting like and then like in april like that was 2014 so april 2015 we came here and just like talked with people and and, and your wife was supportive the whole time she wasn't like yeah lucky yeah, yeah, man yeah. ismo lucky yeah. man so yeah, no, it's yeah cause, like it's it felt like a hand of fate like i wasn't planning to come here like i felt kind of like some hand of god or something just yeah. came and lifted Beep. me and dropped me like and my wife was like sure like yeah like she was just yeah happy about the whole thing and and uh i because i i'm i'm not the most active i'm kind of a passive like i don't like i wouldn't i could have never done a thing like okay now i'm gonna just move to america and take a backpack and just <laughs> like i needed this to happen kind of for me sure. to come here that makes so, sense so, or something like kind of something opened because uh so i'm really really grateful for that whole thing because like that that made it possible and then then uh yeah then 
So your first club that you were in here was obviously probably, I'm assuming, was the Laugh Factory. Mm -hmm. So now you're regular at the Laugh Factory. Jamie loves you. Um, but now you work every club in L.A. seemingly as much as you want. So how did that transition? Because even if you win the funniest person in the world, that doesn't mean the improv doesn't give a fuck about that. The comedy store doesn't care about that. Yeah, right? I guess everybody's a competitor. So, so, yeah, so as a passive person, how did you make that next transition from being well, around the Laugh Factory all these? Yeah, well, I, I just I was just here and did did gigs. Then like 2015 December, so uh -huh. three years ago. Then we actually moved here. We got a okay. place here and moved here, and I started to do gigs like all the time here and uh, met some. Comics booked me to do like smaller bar shows and whatever, yeah. and then somebody booked me to do a show. Some and then suddenly it's just the first year was was I I did lots of shows here, few somewhere, and uh, but it was really hard because I didn't have any like representation. Sure, like of course Jamie helped with some things and and some people said some things, but you never know who says anything and who is yeah. who can you take seriously and who, like it's just people gave advice that was completely opposite to the guy <laughs> yesterday and uh, oh, it was yes. just crazy and oh, but then, uh, then like uh, maybe like a year more than a year later i i i found like a manager so now now i've been with the manager for almost two years and and uh that really helps because then somebody actually like something funny okay, for you which don't you do this do, do this. this yeah like kind of because yeah and that's good you found something you could trust and you, and yeah. you had your back and so how did conan uh come about um so yeah that i did just for left the last montreal you've been there also oh, yeah, okay yeah. so just for last montreal i did that 2017 and the set there went like crazy i got a standing ovation like is that on is that online i don't know if you can find it i, I haven't oh, found it on, but i think it aired in like just for labs or like sure. says in in canada i think it aired somewhere there but I think there's a weird thing you can't watch videos from there and they can't watch from here online i don't that's know that's crazy yeah i haven't found it online but but that went and I, I think I, I did the ass joke there also. Yeah. Uh, that was so 2017 in the summer, and and people heard about the interesting like and the booker for Conan heard about that set also and oh, then great. then like my manager talked with them and stuff and back and forth back and, and forth uh, and then yeah then 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 they kind of accepted okay the ass joke you can you can do the ass you, joke yeah I was about to say because it yeah. must have been like because uh, I guess TBS is not really you know NBC or something yeah I think they have loser standards or something but, but you had to go back and forth a little bit did I, you you probably wanted to do the shit joke but they couldn't I, I didn't that. have the shit joke you didn't have the shit joke yeah yet. well oh. I, I think I was working on the shit joke like I wrote the ass joke like 2016 <laughs> 17 and then the shit joke I wrote like 17, 18. Well, that makes sense. First ass and then shit. Yeah. That makes sense. So I was kind of working on the shit joke. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, I can do the ass on TV and then I can do the shit live. So that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I was planning it ahead a bit. But but yeah, luckily they, they okayed the ass bit. And then it was like, okay, then just wait when, when we were going to do it. And then not long, it was January 2018. On Friday, they called. Uh -huh. They called me that, okay, you you can do Monday and then Whoa. I had like <laughs> two days yeah. and I managed to do like six gigs yeah, in two days to just do it, it everywhere yeah yeah uh, the, over the weekend and 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 yeah then I did it and then it that was so crazy like they put it on YouTube first and their own site and then like maybe a like a little bit later they put it like a, just a day or like half a day later they put it on Facebook and on Facebook they actually put just the ass bit because on the set there was like a couple of small bits and then the ass yeah which is like three and a half minutes because the whole yeah. set was like five minutes so they on facebook they put just the ass 
Yeah. And that's it. Suddenly, that like shot. shot so it was just. So what? We, what so when the ass joke, when you said shot up, how many? We're talking about how many views? Well, it just kept going up. Like we were like, okay, when they first put it up, like okay, now it's in like ten million, and we're like, Jesus. what? Ten million, and then the following day it was like twenty-five million, and we were like. Like what? So what? 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 And I'm. That what do you do? Weirdest, like, what do I do? I was like, what do I like? My video is going viral now. Yeah. And like, it gets like a million views every hour, or so, even sometimes. Yeah, sure. And it's like, what do I do? Like, what do I do now? Like, I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll play some computer games. I'm just. <laughs> so I played some like games, and I was just like talking with my wife and we're, like with the manager and stuff and. And like, what, what, what should I? I think I should be doing something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I posted maybe like a couple of. Okay, we're yeah. up to twenty-five million or something. And then it just kept going up. And how, I think how it many stopped. Helped? Yeah, when it I stopped. think it stopped like three days later. It stopped at like. I think it's like sixty. Sixty, yeah. And then, like sixty something, maybe sixty-one or something. I, and then, it kind of kept growing a little bit. And then yeah. Colin posted it again at the end of the year. Uh huh. Because that was like January, I did it, but then like yeah. in the end of the year, and then it got, now it's I think it's up to like seventy or seventy million, and this is this is the the ass joke. Yeah, but then the shit joke also got viral. Well, I put the shit joke on my YouTube, and uh, I don't know if somebody ripped it from there and put it on Reddit or something, because it went somewhere. My YouTube <laughs> hasn't <laughs> gone viral with that. It's it's I think it's almost up to a million, but. Some oh, the the shit joke, really? Yeah, the shit joke. I, but I feel like I watched it; it was a lot more. But okay, yeah. But I think somebody has ripped it and posted it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, like, somebody just told me, "Hey, your shit joke is on Reddit first page or <laughs> front page." And uh, so, yeah, I I don't even know where where it. So like, as this thing is going, and and by the way, I have a little bit of experience with this. I I have a a, a video that I wrote and starred in that got, uh, I think it leveled out about six, 70 million as well. Great. Um, it's but it's different because it's a three-person sketch. It's how a white man says the n-word to a black man. Oh, I, have uh, to see. I haven't watched. I haven't seen. Well, now it's going to be seventy million and one. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a little bit different for me because for me it was actually became viral from this German DJ who put it on his Facebook, and it was right when Facebook was embedding videos, so things would get viral oh, much yeah. quicker because the second you go on someone's page, it would start playing. It would autoplay. Um, and it was the same thing. It was like it was like two million, eight million by the end of the day. I'm like, what, what, what do I, what do I do? And I did absolutely nothing, and it hasn't resulted in anything <laughs> for my career. But for you, because it's your writing and your name, and everyone knows that, uh, did did it change the landscape of the industry for you? Well, it, it definitely did a lot. Like, uh, and I was like the day after that, I was recognized on the street. Like, hey, the ass guy, hey, the ass guy, the ass guy. Uh, and uh, so uh, that happened a few times in like in a few days, and and it still sometimes happens. Of yeah. Course, uh, because of that, and uh, uh, and that. Uh, so yeah, definitely that. But still, of course, people watch so many videos. So, like, if you stop ten people on the street, I guess at least one of them has seen the ass clip, but. They don't know if your name. They, if they would ask who's the name of the guy, they might be like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the ask clip, I don't even mention my name or Finland or anything. It's just just the ass. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. but of course, my name is on the title. But you know, or in Facebook, is there even a title? <sighs> Depends. Sometimes there is. I mean, that's a big, big problem with people is that some people have original content they put out there, and the content's posted, and they're like, my name. I mean, originally, what happened with me with the N-word bit was. My name wasn't mentioned, so I contacted the DJ in Germany. I was like, "Hey, can you put my name on?" 
and then he put my name on, and then the other two comics were like, put my name on, and they put a name on, and then Pookie Wigginton, who did the show Chocolate Sunday, said, I want my credit, and the producer said, I want my credit, and then James, so then all these people are asking for credit, and by the end of it, like, nobody gives a fuck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> who, yeah, yeah, who did yeah, it? Yeah. But it's different with the, with the stand-up bit, because yeah. it's, it's solely but, yours. But actually, now when I, like, on YouTube videos, there's definitely, there's the title, yeah. always. But in Facebook videos, there's, like, the name of the post, or something that's posted, but I don't know if there's, like, a title. Yeah. So, but anyway, so it definitely did a lot, uh, and uh, then I... Uh, I got into a big agency after that also and uh, quite soon after that and and now I like last year I've been doing lots of uh, touring like headlining I, I did a couple of headlinings and few feature touring like on the road gigs uh, have you been to certain places in America I'm assuming right yeah so have you been to certain places in America where, like I've never been this town and you've discovered that you have a fan base there you're like wow I'm big well, in now Topeka it, it, now now yeah, it's, it, yeah. Seems, it seems to have happened now and uh and yeah, so I, yeah, I've been yeah. Last year did a lot of tour, lot of touring and like America in, inside America, and then also I did Montreal and Sydney, Australia, and yeah. uh, more stuff in Canada and and uh, and yeah. This year I'm doing lots of U.S. dates also and yeah. And uh, so now, yeah. Be- before we wrap this up, I want to ask. So um, obviously, because L.A. is ultimately about TV and film. Um, I'm sure you have your people are like, okay, we got to get you a sitcom. We got to get you. Do you have a story that you've written? Do you have something to go? Do you, are you pitching stuff? Are you focused on your stand-up? I, you know, Mitch Hedberg has one of my favorite jokes where he talks about being a stand-up, but then everyone wants him to be an actor. He oh goes, yeah, that's like people saying, man, you're a really good farmer. Can you cook? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Do that. you feel that way? Is acting something that interests you? Uh. It yeah, it's definitely if I if I can also write on it and I can kind of give ideas. Have your own voice, of course. Yeah, yeah. like I I like I wouldn't mind trying acting just like a small character in something. Why not? Like to try it. I've yeah. never done that basically. I've done some acting like theater acting before. I started like in just in, like a in the university theater or something like just a little bit something. But and uh, and I performed a lot. But most of my Finnish TV is just me hosting or being myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I wouldn't mind trying that, but definitely doing like my own sitcom when I can kind of play myself or like some weird version of myself and and write most of the stuff or at least give the ideas. So that that's that's definitely one of the dreams. So yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you because I, I got asked this last night actually, and and I found myself unable to answer it, which is kind of pathetic. But someone said, "What's the goal?" So for you, what's the goal? Do you have mm-hmm. an idea of what that is, or you just want to keep working and getting better well, and perfecting like, your yeah, path? like well well now at this moment definitely the, the like the next goal hopefully is as soon as possible to do a special yeah. just like record something and publish something i published tons of stuff in finland in finnish but never anything in english uh, um, except of course youtube stuff and short yeah. stuff but so to do a special because i want to just put out a special and then start working on the next one and the next one because i already have like 3 hours of stuff so, so sure. before i forget all the stuff of course and so i I I definitely want to be uh, like a comic who just comes up with new stuff all the time. Yeah. And goes deeper and deeper into observing humans and yes. myself and stuff. And uh and then sure like do a do a do a like a sitcom or or like a single cover or some some funny show. The format doesn't even matter as long as it's like it's observational like stuff that I really like doing yeah. and I really and as long as you're connected creating the the, the Yeah. 
the project. So yeah. This, yeah, but definitely that'd be a great to do. But actually, that's that's the thing. That's that's a joke I've been kind of planning to do also. Like we comics are kind of stupid because like 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 we all want our sitcom like basically most comics want want a sitcom like sure but like being a touring comic we have a headlining you're making okay money on the road you work for an hour a night and you get drunk and you <laughs> don't even own an alarm clock like you just <laughs> like just have fun and you just see the world and you tour and and then your dream is to get a sitcom and okay now you got the sitcom see you 8 a.m monday morning at the <laughs> yeah, writer's room <laughs> that's actually hilarious that is a funny joke you should do that because like th- th- that's th- i heard that like yeah it's like 16 hour days for the first three seasons and it's it's so it's crazy work you spend your whole life being a child and they're like okay now being adult now yeah yeah, yeah. so i think it's like I, i don't know if i don't, I don't know if comics actually like <laughs> how they handle it if they really they used to kind of have their own schedule Yeah, like they write something during the day, and then they prefer prefer for the gig and have some beers after the gig and stuff. But but then suddenly they have like 16-hour days at an office, or <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah, a writer's room true. is an office, basically. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So even though it's kind of the dream, and I think the money here is good for that, I guess. Yeah, like doing a sitcom in Finland doesn't make you rich. I can tell that, but here, <laughs> here it might. So yeah, absolutely. Well, Ismail, listen, man, I th- I think you're really great. I always love watching you. You're already blown up. You're going to blow more. And I can't wait to see what's happening. And uh, and web website know? is ismo.fun because that was free. Dot fun. Ismo.fun? Fun. That's I've never heard of that in my that's life. A ne- it's new. It's it's like I think fun just dot fun came available like a year ago. I mean, I like the concept of it because, like, who doesn't like fun? Yeah. It's But cool. who's going to look into dot fun? It feels like. Well, if you Google Ismo, Google I on. think you should find dot fun. But it's it okay. is weird. But because Ismo dot com was taken, you can also do like ismocomedy.com dot com and you'll redirect yeah, to Ismo dot fun. But yeah, that's the website dot fun. It's weird. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and YouTube is Ismo. Just Ismo. Yes. So guys, check him out. He's he's one of the best we got working at the Laugh Factor Day. Uh, if you if you haven't seen him. Uh, you're gonna love him, uh, Ismo Comedy. Just Google Ismo; his name will come up. Very funny guy, very nice guy. Thanks for coming, Ismo. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. All right, signing off from the After Laugh. Bye bye. It's the After Laugh, After Laugh. Welcome to the After Laugh, After Laugh, After Laugh, <laughs> After Laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs>